Good evening. Today is Monday, April 15th, and this is the edition, another edition of Live at 545 Broadcast Podcast. And just come on in as we talk about something that many of us, we may not think about on a day-to-day basis, but it's something that sometimes becomes needed in our lives. We're going to talk about, we're still talking about cycles. Um, a couple of months ago, I think, or a month or so ago, the Lord gave me a message, potholes, cycles, and circles. Uh, we want to stop going in cycles because as we go in cycles, it can keep setting us back. It can keep us stuck. Our cycle can also be passed on to a future generation. And we don't want that. We should always want the ones coming after us to have a better life than what we have. So y'all, let's get into it. A cycle. Remember what I told you before, a cycle is a series of events that are regularly repeated in the same order, a complete set or series. And I want, I don't want to have series. I don't want it to just keep continuing like a sequel. I want something to be completed in my life. And I was about to get into a cycle and a family member last night had to remind me, they said, but Kim, it's the same thing. They say same thing you've been in before. They said, um, <laughs> you know, later on down the line, you'll be saying me and I did it again and you'll be having regrets. And I thought about it. I said, yeah, honestly, you tell the truth. You know, I said, I have to stop this cycle. And it's a cycle that the Lord has been showing me. At first, I didn't even know it was a cycle until I started hearing uh, Jonathan McReynolds has that song, Cycles. And some of the uh, words of the song, he said, did not conquer this last year. He said, tell me what I miss, because I fear. He said that it's coming back up again. He said, must be something I ate. Some song, some show, some hate. He said, the devil wants to extend the game, free throws. And when it ends, he wants to make the sequel. Because if he has another chance, he feels like he can take my joy, my peace, my faith. The devil, he learns from your mistakes. Even if you don't, that's how he keeps you in cycles. Hallelujah. That's how he keeps you in cycles. And y'all, that is the honest to God, absolute, concrete truth. The devil will keep you as far down as he can with cycles. The same thing. It could be month after month, year after year, same time, same bad channel seems like. And so, as I said, we're preparing for surgery Um, as things are in the natural. So they are in the spiritual. Okay, and when I say prepare for surgery, you have something, let's say you have something come up in your body, you know, something strange is happening, you can't identify it and you go to the doctor. And the doctor, at that time, they may may or may not see a need um, for you to have like an x-ray or maybe send, send you to a specialist, but they're trying to figure out what's going on. And a lot of times with the doctor that I work with, Um, There, you know, certain protocols. It's like do this first, do a first line step, and we're going to do something else. So they may say, well, we're going to do an x-ray or, you know, go home and try this medicine. But then the x-ray results come back, still don't show anything, or the medicine doesn't help. But the problem is still persisting, Um, especially if there's an x-ray done. So then the next step would be maybe an MRI. And the MRI gets to the root of the issue. It can get to the root. It can get deeper and give you a better answer. Um, but when that problem persists, um, like I say, more extensive, um, more extensive tests may be needed. 
may introduce invasive procedures. Like if you're having GI issues, hey, sooner or later you're gonna get a colonoscopy. I don't care how old you are, they may say, you know what, we need to figure this out. Make sure there's no cancers in your body or anything like that. We need to figure this out. Let's do this test. Y'all don't fight against it. And so this is when we say, okay, first thing is identify that there is a problem. If you continue to let things go on, continue to let things go on, just keep ignoring things and keep neglecting things that are right in your face, things will get worse. And on my Facebook broadcast, you can find me on the Kimberly Hill. That's K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y-H-I-L-L. You'll find um, the Facebook broadcast is public. But heart checks, that's when we need to say, you know what? There's something going on with me. What brings me here again? What brings me here again? If you know, if you've ignored the problem, and as I was told the Facebook audience, we want to be honest with ourselves. We can't keep saying, you know what, well, girl, you all right, you're gonna be all right. No, mm -mm. <laughs> if you know you're not all right, you're not all right. You know, if something leaves you crying every two or three months, and like I said, it could be a bad relationship. You could be um, steady falling out with family members. You can still be losing jobs. You will end up being the common denominator. And then that's when we have to say, you know what, I'm tired of this. Something has to give, something has to change. And we might be sitting back waiting for people to change to make our lives quote unquote better, but it could really be all on us. And that's when we say, Lord, what is it? A heart check. What brings me here? Again, and I'm glad y'all is. So the first place we're going to stop in our Bibles, we're going to go to Jeremiah chapter 17. Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 9 and 10. And we're talking about the heart. Who knows the heart better than the Lord who made us? And as I mentioned um, earlier, we love to say, oh, the Lord, he knows the number of hers on my heads. And, you know, he takes care of the sparrow. He takes care of me. But we should, if he takes care of us, give him all of us. We can be so happy that he can count the number of hers on our heads, but we don't want to give him anything else of us. Give him your heart. Jeremiah 17, verse 9 and 10, it says, The heart is more deceitful. And this is the modern English version. The heart is more deceitful than all things and desperately wicked. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give to every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his deeds. So the heart is deceitful who can understand it but the lord the lord knows all things he goes deep he goes deep within us and he pulls out things that shouldn't be there he pulls out things that he know could be detrimental to our future or to the things that we want to accomplish or uh, to the things that he's called us to do we have to listen we have to surrender to him we need to fully surrender to the lord and so then we're going to go to Jeremiah 18. So once we surrender, something happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he puts us on the potter's wheel, mm -hmm. the potter in the clay. Jeremiah 18, verse 1, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, arise and go down to the potter's house. And there I will cause you to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house and there he was making something on the wheel. Yet the vessel that he made of clay was spoiled in the hand of the potter. So he made it again into another vessel as seemed good to the potter to make it. In verse five of says, then the word of the Lord came to me saying, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter says the Lord as the clay is in the potter's hand. So are you in my hand, O house of Israel. And I said, we shall replace O house of Israel with Kim. O Kim, can I not do with you as this potter 
we are marred. We as human beings are flawed. And as we go to the Lord and say, Lord, clean me up, you know, Lord, I know I'm under construction, but I don't want to be under construction, at least not this same construction forever. Because even with the house, how long can you fix on the roof? How much repair do you want done on the roof? After, after a while, so much repairing of this same thing, it could actually compromise the integrity of the roof. It could act, compromise the integrity of the house. So we to say, Lord, I need you to complete this work in me, Lord. And he said he will finish what he started. But we have to give him um, leeway. We have to give him free reign over our lives. He knows all things. He sees all things. And he's everywhere at the same time. He's omniscient. He's omnipotent. He's all-powerful. And he's omnipresent. The Lord, God, can do this for us. And so then once we surrender, he said, okay, I got, you know, you, you give me something to work with. Ezekiel 36 and 20, we'll start at verse 24. For I will take you from among the nations and gather you out of all countries and will bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will cleanse you. And here we go. Ezekiel 36, 26. Also, I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh. And y'all, I'm not telling y'all something I heard. I'm not just reading these scriptures. I'm telling you what's been going on with me. When I say the Lord has been working a work in my life and I'm not perfect, I'm far from it, I'm Kim. If you ever meet me and we ever got close, you will get to see some of my flaws. Not all of them, but some. But the Lord is a restorer. The Lord is a redeemer. The Lord can make all things new. Hallelujah. He can do a spiritual remodel that you can only imagine that can, you can only put in your mind things that you can't even begin to fathom for yourself. God can do it. He can do it. Like I said, once you identify the problem, you go, you go uh, to somebody, you say, look, I need some help, whether it's a counselor, a therapist, you can go to, to your preacher, you can go to church and get the word, but you know something's going on something's going on and you kind of identify what's going on you have a prognosis a preliminary diagnosis or something like that but then you think you're okay you think that the solution that's been provided um is what it is or let's say something was uh, seen right off the bat but any which way it goes you might have to have more extensive tests you might have to have invasive procedures or you know what it says look to repair this thing we have to do surgery and that's what the Lord is wanting to do. Spiritual surgery on us, y'all. Transformations that will uh, take us into a lifetime of favor, wisdom, knowledge, understanding that will uh, bring about change for our future generations. It's not just about us. It's not just about you, brother. It's not just about you, sis. We have to also want better for the people that are coming after us, for our descendants, uh, for our lineage, for heritages after us. We have to want better. And also I talked about a time loop. You ever seen a time loop in a movie, um, just a repeat? Or if you keep letting a um, movie play in your DVD player, it'll just keep playing the same thing over and over, like until you push play or something like that. But a time loop is a plot device in which periods of time are repeated and re-experienced by the characters. And there is often some hope of breaking out of the cycle of repetition. A lot of us are stuck in time loops. Mm-hmm. We're stuck in time loops, experiencing the same thing. Like I said, it can be a bad relationship. We could be the one that's always causing problems at family functions. We can be the, some of us are black sheep just because God has made us where we don't fit in. But some of us are black sheep because we've done things or we continue to do things. 
Mm-hmm. And so we have to just have to be honest because we can't keep pointing the finger at you know people and we don't deal with what's going on with ourselves. So I'm just going to pray real quick. And I hope that something was said to impact someone. Uh, like um, I always say, I don't want to be before you long, but I hope I'm before you long enough to be impactful, to say something, to make you want to change, to say something, to draw you closer to Jesus. But Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day, Lord, which is the day that you have made. Lord, we magnify your name because you are still the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And Lord, even Father God, as we draw close to Easter, Father God, we remember every day what you've done for us, Lord. We remember every day that we serve a risen Savior. Hallelujah. And Lord, we just magnify your name. We thank you, Lord, for reminding us, Lord, that we should not continue in cycles. Lord, potholes, cycles, and circles, Lord. We do not want to keep going in circles, Lord. We do not want to keep having to get out and stop for the God because we're in repeated negative cycles. And Lord, we just thank you, Father God, for taking us out of time loops, Father God, for opening our eyes to the things, Father God, to the issues that we have and things that need to be healed. Lord, do heart checks on us. And as you do, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that we are able to accept what you show us. And we're able to say, Lord, we lift our hands, Father God, and surrender all to you. And Father God, it is in your name that we pray. And Father God, we know that you can do all things well, Father God. Your ways and your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. As Joseph said in Genesis 15, and 20. Lord, what the enemy has meant for evil, Father God, you turn it for our good. Lord, show us how to prepare for this spiritual surgery. Father God, do a work in us. Father God, you are the great physician. Hallelujah, Lord.